If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. And welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer. And as ever, I'm delighted to be back with you once again. Okay, for today's podcast, I am starting on a on a series that I'm going to be doing with my friend and Mike's friend, Jason Beaton. And for those of you who've been to the Vacation Rental Success Summit, you'll know Jason from his uh, his collaboration with Mike on the Marketing 2.0 workshop that they did this year in Toronto. And last year, Mike and Jason did a session on websites, building a website. Now, Jason is, I mean, he's such an expert on WordPress websites and email automation. And so much so that we we have hired him. My my cottage rental management company hired Jason to uh, to help us out with our email automation, and that's an ongoing thing at the moment. And he's teaching us a huge amount because ultimately we want to be independent and able to go off and do this by ourselves. And this is this is the great thing about hiring somebody like Jason, is that he's not holding it all in. So that you keep, you know, you keep him on on your payroll forever. He's he's sharing all his information. He's sharing that information with our marketing manager, so she is able to go in and do all the stuff that Jason does on her own. Eventually, it's going to take a little time, but I really believe this is going to work, and we're going to be working on it through the fall and the winter. And I'm looking forward to getting back to you in perhaps the spring of 2018, and just letting you know how valuable this work with Jason has been. So I thought because Jason is so knowledgeable in so many different areas that we'd start a little series on digital marketing for vacation rentals and and just pick out one topic for for each episode and perhaps have Jason on every every month or every second month or every six weeks perhaps to talk about another topic. And then when we've got all the topics together, we'll bundle them up and, um, and perhaps present them as, as one long session. So today we're going to be talking about building an email list, because if you've ever looked at anything that talks about digital marketing, the number one thing, the most important thing is to build your email list. And Jason is expert. Jason is. What I mean to say is Jason, Jason really knows his stuff. He's, he is an expert at this, and he's going to share with us a lot of general stuff about growing an email list, starting out, where to put it, you know, where to put these email addresses, how to get them, and how to encourage people to give you those email addresses so you can then market back to them. And of course, this is so important when we're talking about remarketing to guests who have come to us via HomeAway or Airbnb or VRBO or Booking.com. 
And we now want them to come back and book directly with us. We want them to share our information with their friends and their family and their co-workers. And we want to get all those emails on a list and ultimately to be able to segment them so, so we can send them specific emails on the topics that really interest them. And that's going to be a topic for another uh, episode. But for today, we're just going to be talking about email lists. So let's welcome Jason Beaton from Airtype Marketing. Hey, my friend, Jason Beaton. How nice to have you back with me. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be here, Heather. Um, so it's only been ooh, just over a week since we were actually together in the same room when we were at um, in, in Chicago for the first yes. board meeting of um, Avroa. Um, let's just talk about that for a minute because um, Avroa is something we're going to be talking about on the podcast quite a lot over the next couple of months. So just just for those who, who don't know, um, 15 of us got together in a really nice location in Chicago. Um, do you remember the name of that building, Jason? Uh no, I don't remember the was name it, of the building per se. The I know trade it was, center or, or the trade building, the Chicago yeah, it, it, Chicago it was around, building of trade or something. Yeah, it was around a lot of turns and between a lot of big buildings. So <laughs> <laughs> I got lost real easy from the hotel there. Oh, I know. But oh, my God, did I love Chicago. That was my first yes. visit there. I was totally blown away. I don't know why I thought it was going to be very different from what it was, but I, I just fell in love with the little bit I saw over that weekend. <laughs> I wish I had another day or two there, just uh, you know, on the either beforehand or after, just to experience it a little better. Well, man, that place was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ralph and um, Ralph Morehouse and his wife Karen, who were there. Ralph, of course, is is the treasurer of Avroa, mm -hmm. and I know Ralph and Karen did another couple of days because they were posting pictures on Facebook. And like, no, <laughs> that's not fair. I had to leave. Right. I had to leave on the Sunday morning. But in that, in that meeting where 15 of us got together and there were just some amazing people we had, um, just a few. There was, I'll mention, there was, there was yourself and me, um, April Salter, who is the, the founder of the Say No to VRBO Facebook group. She joined, she, she was actually down in Tallahassee, couldn't come in person because, um, because it was right in the midst of Hurricane Irma. And in fact, there, there should have been a few other people there that that couldn't make it because of that. But April joined us through the wonders of technology and video. And we had Barbara Wilde doing the same thing. She's a membership secretary mm -hmm. of uh, Avroa. And then, of course, Rod Fitz, who started all this thing way, way back. And who else was there? Darren Pettijohn of Proper Insurance. Darren's been on the show. Yes. And, yes. and Darren is a strong supporter of uh, Avroa. Um, we had um, Byron Ackerman, who is just such a great guy. He was talking about um, what value we can all bring to the community of Avroa and just making us stay on point, really, about if, whatever we talked about to make sure we were talking about the value um, that, yep. we, that, that Avroa could bring its members who else? Larry Grossman, who owns a number of properties down in Gulf Shores. Right, yes. Um, Annie Switzer, of course, who is another um, <laughs> founder member and moderator of the Say No to VRBO group. Um, 
she she came in person, which was great to meet her. And I'm sure I'm trying to yeah, go through. Yeah, she was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ray Liebentritt from Trips and, oh, his um, his partner. Yes. Um, um, oh, Ryan gosh. and... Um, Ryan and I forgot what his partner's name is. I know. I oh, know. No. I know. I know. And I'm going to put that in the show notes of <laughs> everybody's <laughs> names in the show notes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just, I, I sort of threw this on you to, uh, to just talk about this. So, um, ju- just, just very briefly, what were your, what was your takeaway from, from that meeting? Number one, there's, there's a lot of great stuff come out there for, um, vacation runs owners from a support standpoint to education to that feeling of community. Uh, there's a lot of great things planned. And, uh, you know, it's going to take a small army to get it pulled off, but I think we're up for the task. Um, lots of dedicated people with, with, you know, that really came together with the one goal of supporting owners, you know, giving them the support and voice that they need to, um, you know, really stand up for ourselves. Yeah, and it's something that Byron was talking about quite a bit was advocacy. Uh, and that's it. It's, it's, right. it's acting right. as a, an advocate for all those owners who, who without a common voice, you know, are a bit out there in the wilderness. So, yeah, it looks. Oh, right. and, it, and it's Kyle Gale. Kyle, yes, Kyle, Kyle was the is the um, co-founder of Trips. So that's T R I P Z dot com, uh, which is an independent listing site. So I encourage you to go over and have a look at that too. So, yeah, a great meeting. I think, as, as, as you say, there's, it's exciting. There's a lot to come. Um, I think um, I mean, you and Annie are co-chairs of the Membership Marketing Committee. I'm heading up the Education Committee. And Byron has advocacy. And then Larry, is, um, Larry and Rod are uh, taking forward the idea of um, listing, but it uh, that that's something that's right. going to come way past what we're doing at the moment because uh, I think the most important thing is, is is to launch as a non-profit association and and to be seen as as an advocate for every independent owner anywhere. Right, you're exactly right, and that's um, as you mentioned the listing site may be something that we talk about after we get all the. Um, you know, the, the organization set up and running. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to be interviewing um, Annie shortly. Oh, and Trevor. Oh, Wis- fun. Trevor Wisniewski. Oh, I knew I'm going to get this wrong. Trevor Wisniewski <laughs> from Getaway X. Yes. I forgot about Trevor. Um, he um, he has, has written a great book um, on setting up, starting out, investing in vacation rentals. So I'm going to put a, a, a link to his book, too. Um, Trevor's working with me in education. So I just wanted to catch up on that and share that. We are going to be talking to people like Annie, April. I'm going to be interviewing Trevor. Um, I'm having um, Ray from Trips on. And so so several people that are involved in Avroa are going to be joining me over the next couple of months um, to talk not only about Avroa, but about their role in the vacation rental industry. So by the time we get to January, awesome. know all these people and, um, and <laughs> what, what they're doing and um, what, what all this expertise is that is being brought to the table. All, all for one voice. I mean, that, that's one of the biggest things, making sure that we have a voice for owners. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because that, that really is not out there at the moment. I mean, it's there in fragments, but, uh, but nothing, right. not out there as, as, a, as a whole. So we will be back to that. So today we're going to talk about email lists. 
because <laughs> I know this is your favorite topic. Um, <laughs> you know, you and I have worked together. We are going to continue to work together as as we develop our um, email automation plan for my uh, property management company because it's not the easiest thing. There's so many different parts that have to come together, and I hadn't I hadn't realized that. I thought at the beginning, you know, just just get a list and send newsletters and that was it but i know from talking to you now that there's so many different component parts that we need to pull together um to create this uh, this you know our own little platform to do our vacation rental digital marketing now you and mike have created a a great course that's just done its uh, its pilot and i know we're going to that's going to be relaunched in the new year and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on but for now, and for the first part of this, what I want to be a series on vacation rental digital marketing, uh, I want to talk about that basic thing about the email list. What is it? Why do we need one? How do we go about getting these emails in a time when nobody wants to give up their personal information anymore? Where do we start? Well, you know, I think the first thing to understand is that with an email list, um, it's very, you know, so a lot, lot of, a lot of clients will come to me and say, you know, I do, I do digital marketing or, you know, we've got a Facebook platform, we've got a Twitter platform. Realize that email is not a social platform. Um, the biggest difference is you own it. I mean, you, you own that list. Uh, you can talk to them at any point in time and it's very, um, you know, it's it, the, those folks who have, like Heather mentioned, it's getting more and more difficult to actually attract somebody to join your email list. So when they do, you know, A, that they are extremely interested in what it is that you have to say or, or, or you know, what service you're providing. But also, secondly, you can talk to them with email. You can talk to your prospect or your guest very personally, you know, um, using tools like segmentation. You know, Heather mentioned the, um, you know, the newsletters. I would say that's kind of the very tip of the iceberg. If, if you're able to get an email address and send a, a weekly, monthly, quarterly newsletter, you're at least doing something, you know, you're at least doing something with this, uh, this database of, of people that you have. That's a great start. So the, the next step from there is starting to engage with, with your, with your list. So uh, we're going to save that piece maybe probably for, for another episode. Uh, but so you kind of what is that list? Why is it so important? Like I said, it is personal. It is personable, meaning or purposeful, meaning you know why they're there, why that person's there. You know they're they have an interest, and then you could talk to them directly about those interests or about those things that you have in common. Um, and it's also extremely targeted, so you're not having to go out there and, and you know spend a bunch of money to try and get people to come and and, and look at your website or book through your platform or whatever the case may be. Um, it so. It, you, when they're there, you know why they're there once again. So, um, and it's one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, that, that, that personal, personalization bit of it, it's not just saying, hi, Heather, in the, in the, in the subject line or in the, um, the welcome, the greeting. But over time, when, when you start to segment your audience, you know why they're there. So you can start talking to them on that one-on-one -on -one basis. You can share stories that you know that they want to hear. So you, if you know that they are fishermen, um, you can share fishing stories right? Um, if you know that they're golfers, you can share golfing stories. So that one-on-one that -on -one connection is, is extremely important when looking at building an email list. It's, that's, that's one of the reasons why you want to build an email list in the first place. 
Well, how how do you start? Because you know, I I over, over the years with with my company, we've we've had I would hundreds of thousands of emails. I would say you know it's fifteen years of oh yeah of business, and I know in the high in the high season we're up to maybe three four hundred emails a day, and we as you know up until yes. <laughs> recently we have not been capturing those those emails but you know as far as i'm concerned that's fine we 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 start you know we started earlier on this year we are beginning to collect that information but my first question is is you know inquiries we get inquiries every single day um people are asking let let let's let's stick with the fishing Okay, so so mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. said I, I'm interested in coming to your one of your properties on vacation. What's the fishing like in the area? So we go back and we we respond to that inquiry, tell them what the fishing's like, um, and then generally that is it. We right. communication unless they book communication finishes. In our past, that would have been it. That was the last. Right that guest ever heard from us unless they came back to our site so what could we do better okay yep so there's a few things you need to get started with um thankfully in the vacation rental industry we have these things called inquiries right inquiries depending on how you pronounce it um (laughs) that that is a great way to to begin uh, capturing those email addresses so Part part of kind of what you need there is you need a website or a blog. Now, obviously, with the listing sites in our in this industry, um, you know some of them provide the information as far as contact information. Some of them don't. So um, that's another reason to kind of start making sure that you have those processes in place to capture that. Um, so you need an email marketing service or a way to capture that. You know, some place to put them once you get them. So, um, of course, I, I recommend Active Campaign. I've talked about that in the past, and that's that's a not just an email marketing service, but a full marketing automation platform that's really easy to to learn and uh, to get flows. You know, um, create flow charts and things like that. Um, and then you need either that inquiry or a some type of opt-in form or lead magnet. And we'll touch on that in a bit to exchange value for email address. So um, now going back to your your specific example. You've got somebody inquiring about phishing. You've talked to them, and you've kind of sent them on the way, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what I would recommend is, since you know your properties, um, and for those of you guys listening, you know your properties better than anybody. You know why people, you know what questions come up. You know, if if you take that kind of frequently asked questions, that you probably already have scripted somewhere, um, and you know exactly what to what to say. Um, phishing, for example. You could probably, um, I'm sure that you can go through and list 10 or 12 different great fishing locations or tips or tricks or find a local fisherman to write those things for you or just have a, a phone conversation. And when that inquiry comes in about fishing, you can send them you know, your initial response. They may reply back and forth for a bit. And then you can drop them into this quote-unquote fishing automation that will send them fishing tips and updates and um, you know local fishing hints on when, when the best time to, uh, to catch striped bass versus the best time to you know catch sun bass or whatever the other big <laughs> fish is out there. Um, so that's one way that we can use once again personalization, automation, and that one-on-one connection uh, to help nurture that lead or nurture that that prospect into booking uh, maybe later on down the line if they haven't already. 
Okay, so so let's say we have this. This is his 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 name is John Fisher. Okay, um, mm-hmm. so so John Fisher has has emailed and he's he's he said you know I'm interested in in a property and and I like to fish. We respond to him and say you've come to the right place, John Fisher. You've come to you've really come to the right place. We've got the most amazing properties. Uh, all on water, and they all have fishing opportunities. And that's when we we tend to go in and say, you know, what else are you looking for? What's what type of mm-hmm. fish do you want? You know, <laughs> you know, are, are you into carp? <laughs> well, you know, it's important around here. Are you into carp fishing, or do you want to fish for walleye, or or do you want to fish for trout? Right. Because it, it, we don't want to send them in a in an area. If they're a carp fisherman, we don't want to send them to a little lake where there's not a carp to be found. So can you actually take that email address from the moment you get that inquiry and drop it into um, your email platform? Um, y- yes and no. You know, this, this is kind of where, where every, every country is a little different. You know, sometimes you have to make sure that they have opted in um, and actually given you permission. Sometimes you, ha- you can do that um, with the initial inquiry. Um, whether it's a little checkbox that says, yes, join my, my list or join my newsletter um, or in that email so in that email conversation you're having with them, you can drop them line and say, um, it can be a line that's hyperlinked. It says, um, would you like uh, the, some more tips on, uh, or the, the tips on the best fishing areas and the or best fishing holes in the area? Mm-hmm. If, the, if that's hyperlinked, um, you can definitely use that as their, as their opt-in and have them go into that, that next automation. So okay, it's so, kind of so, a, a hold, great let me area. Hold, a let bit. me just hold you there for a second. So, so you've got this hyperlink. So mm-hmm. um, John is clicking on that. Yeah, I'm interested in the best fishing areas for, the, for, the, for different types of fish. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm clicking on that. So that would then take him to, say, an opt-in form. And that's a form we all see that, that actually asks for a name and an email address. That's correct. That's correct. So this opt-in form would... would um, probably be specialized or specific just to fishing, if you will. And it would say something to the effect of um, get our 10 best uh, fishing tips or join to get fishing tips, whatever the headline is. And it would specifically ask them for their name and email address. At that point in time, then they would actually opt in and you've got the, the back end set up. So that way when they opt into that, they go straight into this kind of fishing automation. So even though we've got his name, We've already got his email address because he's come in on an inquiry. We still have to go through this process and get him to actually physically put his name and his email address down to opt in. Uh, correct, correct. Now, if you're using um, platforms such as Active Campaign, just by clicking that link inside the email, you can trigger that automation to start and send out a confirmation email. Wow. So um, there are ways, there's ways you can kind of get a make it easier for the guests to give you their information um, in a legal, you know, in a legal fashion. But once again, that's, that's what we just went through is a, was the standard process, okay. not, not the ninja process. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I think a lot of people think that just because somebody has inquired and they've, they've, they've made a simple inquiry. What are you, you know, what are your rates and availability that they are then able to take that email and start sending stuff to them? I recommend every every owner look at look at their local laws. You know, look look at, look at the local codes around uh, marketing and the you know in the U.S. we've got the Can Spam Spam Act, and you know I think up in Canada there's something similar. So you know, make sure you take a look at those laws before you kind of put anything into into place. 
Okay, I'll put I'll put the links to those. I always thought can spam had something to do with Canada. You know, I thought that was Canadian. <laughs> I always thought that was Canadian spam laws till I looked at it and I thought, oh no, this is <laughs> this doesn't relate to us. But yes, I mean, <laughs> you know, in in Canada, we our, our spam laws came in about three three four years ago, and and they're very specific. They are very very specific about you know how long you can keep email addresses, um, what you can send, what you cannot send. And the penalties for for sending um, unwanted email that has not been requested are quite high. Right, right. Now, I mean, of course, with with all that being said, um, yeah, obviously the, the, their goal is to rule out you know these these big conglomerates. So probably not looking for a small individual business owner. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I I appreciate that, but it's still best to to keep on. You just don't want to just don't want to piss people off, do you? Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And that kind of goes back to a lot of times what will happen is people will join a list or they'll they'll make an inquiry. And all of a sudden, they're getting information about instead of fishing, they're getting information about shopping in the best, uh, you know, supermarkets or whatever the case. So it's completely unrelated. Yeah, and that that that's one of the biggest things you have to avoid is 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 that kind of bait and hook tactics, or even if you're not meaning to do it, you need to be conscious of it because if they join for for reason A and all of a sudden you're talking about reason um, F down here, you know, it just it's there's no congruency there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So so we have we have that people coming in um, as an inquiry. Now, of course, with um, with the way that um, that HomeAway, uh, VRBO, Airbnb, Booking.com work, you no longer get the contact information of your guests before right. they, they come to your property. So they, they can arrive at your property. You have no idea um, who you've got their name, but that's about it. You don't know anything more about them. So what is what what should um, what should an owner do then to capture their information? Um, while they're at the property. Well, so I think that really begins, um, you know, at the booking, you know, at the booking stage, not necessarily when until they get to the property. So, if it's all possible, capture that information. Uh, whether it is, I'm assuming you get you get that the contact information after after the booking, right? Or not, is, you not don't always, get a period. Not always the case, and I think they're moving okay. towards what what uh, what home away and and uh, are doing, and and these big listing sites are doing. They want to prevent leakage. And the, what they call what they mean uh, by leakage sure. is that leaking out the information on these guests because they don't want them booking direct next time. So, <laughs> right, right. So, so while while some guests are, are so some owners are getting that information because some of them are grandfathered in on old systems, they are gradually moving to a point where you can only communicate with the guest through the platform through the Airbnb or HomeAway platform. And at no time you can't ask for an email address or a phone number. You cannot. Um, you just can't get that information. So a guest can arrive at the property and and you're still none the wiser. Um, okay. You know, you've communicated with them, but you just don't have that information. Right. And th- 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 this is where I would start to um, kind of promote the, the your social platforms. Make sure you have strong social platforms, whether it is Instagram or Facebook or. Uh, YouTube or Twitter, whatever social platforms that that your audience is going to be on. Make sure you have a strong presence there because you'll still be able to communicate that way 
and direct folks to maybe your lead magnets or direct them to your your uh, welcome kit, if you will. I mean, a welcome kit is a great way to it can it can double as you know, give them the information they need beforehand, but also as that opt-in. Okay, so uh, Facebook, the face, Facebook Messenger platform is be is starting to become huge. So if you've got a strong Facebook page that pe- that uh, people like, um, make sure that that is linked in, in whatever profile you can link in. I know that there's that's becoming more and more restrictive. Um, but if they can message you through Facebook, then you're you're good to go. I mean that that's where you can really start talking to them on a one-on-one level and get them to go download your 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 welcome kit and you know thus opting in and whatnot. Now once they're there on the property, you know you can definitely have printouts and cards and encouragement um, while they're there to check in. You know check in on Facebook, um, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, post post your your um, kind of a welcome home picture on Instagram or, or whatever platforms that you're wanting to promote um, because then you can take that and start communication with them or you know start start that dialogue with them to try and capture that information so uh, this is where that those social platforms really really come into play to help you build um, the list in all all areas of, of your business uh, I, lo- I love that you mentioned Instagram because this is you know this is this is an area where where I think owners need to um, gravitate towards because People are doing, you know, they, they get on vacation. The first, let, let's say they walk in and there's a beautiful, well, as you say, welcome kit. There's a nice gift basket. The first thing they're going to do is take a photograph because they want to show everybody, I'm here, look what I've got and you haven't. Right, right. And, you know, that's especially if they're if you've got your hashtags set up and all that fun stuff um, that they're going to use, you know they're checking in. This is where it, it comes back to the owner to pay attention, right? Um or if not the owner, maybe the business partner or something like that, is you know pay attention to those social platforms. When when you know someone's checking in or getting arriving, and you see that that um, you know welcome kit picture go up, the you know that's where that that message needs to come in right then. It says hey you know welcome, this is our contact information. If you could you know um, and you you can actually do this in an automated fashion with text messages, but that's not for this discussion. Um, you can. Um, you know, capture that information right there with, with, with as soon as they, they initiate it, you can come back behind it, capture it, um, and, and keep them on your list at that point in time. Yeah. Um, the other, the other thing is of course, is, is the, is, is to have a digital welcome, um, whether it's through something like the, your welcome tablet or hostfully one of the, you know, one of the guest apps that you create, you know, you as an owner create rather than using one of the apps provided to you by the, um, by the listing sites. Um, right. So, so you have, then you are in complete control and, and you have them communicating with you digitally. Yep, exactly. And, and, um, and I mentioned Facebook messenger that that is becoming more and more of a, um, well, obviously, it depends on on, on your your target of guests, but um, the folks who are using Airbnb are the folks who would be on Facebook Messenger um, and Instagram. So don't don't let those platforms fall by the wayside. I mean, th- those are great ways to start building that connection. And once again, it's that personal connection because you know exactly who they are when they message you back and forth. Um, use that opportunity to direct them to your different lead magnets because they're going to be asking a question. Hey, what about this? Oh, I've got a great, um, 
a great guide on that exactly here. You can find it here, this link. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's going through the, those platforms. So it's not on the listing site platform. So it's not being scrubbed or deleted or anything like that. Yeah, um, just just tell me a bit more about you know I use Facebook Messenger, um, mm-hmm. but just as a you know casual, you know if I want to get in touch with somebody, it's just a quick message. So, right w- when you say it's it's growing, what what is what what do you mean by that? What how how important yeah. is this going to be? So um, I'll I'll share a couple of of local client stories here. Um, we started to obviously run ads through our Facebook page, but um, businesses can now use Facebook Messenger just like you use it on, on your personal level, okay? Um, leads and, and um, you know, pr- prospects can actually message the business Facebook page just like they message their neighbor, okay? And the, the more that you interact there, on your fa- on your business Facebook profile, you'll actually start to get um, a little, you know, green, like Zoom, fast box for and it says you know extremely responsive to messages things like that people see that and they know so instead of calling or emailing or you know asking friends for for advice they'll they'll see that that little icon right there that says you know very responsive to messages send message and they, they'll send you a message right then and there on your facebook profile and, and you can start chatting with them just like you know you and i chat on it on messenger and then you know beyond that, there there's definitely platforms and services out there to capture to automatically capture that mm-hmm. um, those message messages and convert them into you know send them over to your email marketing system, or you can set up what's called chat bots. Um, see it chat and then bot like a robot, mm-hmm. and you can almost have a like a standard um, welcome message or or something something the fact that says hey you know we're out, out, out of the office right now, but you can always find. Um, answers to your to your burning questions over on our website FAQ page or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, there's definitely ways to to utilize that, especially if you're a small um, you know one or two person shop to really u- utilize that as a um, form of communication. Uh, let's say somebody's starting to think about doing a list um, they haven't done it before. Uh, mm-hmm. Can they go back to their previous guests because that's that's a you know you, you you've, you've had all these people in the property these people have probably written great reviews and now you want to contact them again. Not only do you want to, um, to promote whatever you've got coming up, any special offers, but you want them to share with their friends, their relatives, their, their work colleagues, whatever. How do they go about that? Yeah. So once again, go back, go back to, to your, your legal laws there and figure out in your process, have they ever, you know, opted in in the past, right? Um, whether it's a, a small checkbox on a form that might be overlooked that says, yes, join join the newsletter or whatever the case may be. Um, but if they've never opted in before, um, this is where the communication would have to be personal or one-on-one, okay? Then they would have to take an action to actually get opted in. So it could be the exact same email you wrote, but you would actually have to go into your your, your normal email service, whether it's Gmail or or you know, Outlook or whatever email service you use and actually send that email manually every to every person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, with that being said, of course, that email is, is probably going to be loaded with links and to, um, to your lead magnets. Okay. So hopefully the conversion there will, you know, over time will help. Um, so that that's kind of how you move them from you know, previous guests into actual opted in, you know, leads and, and prospective future guests. So um, the other way that you can do it too is 
depending on your email marketing service, active campaign, for instance, uh, you can actually send that personal email from within active campaign and it's ju just to them. Okay. It's just like you open up Gmail and type in an email, but then you get to utilize a lot of the tracking tools. So whether it's an open or the click or, um, everything else that's that active campaign can do within this, within a single email, uh, you, you can start to track that and, you know, move them along the process, maybe a little bit quicker. Um, so, so we, we, we've talked about active campaign. Um, can you mm -hmm. just describe a little bit what this, this email, because this is important. You can't really start creating a list until you've decided on your, on the platform you're going to use. Now you've mentioned active campaign. What are some others that, um, people could go look at and what yeah, sort of yeah. what sort of cost is involved so um some of the others that are out there that, that are a great great kind of starter platforms uh, mailchimp is one um they they're starting to build some automation into their free platform i think um maybe a 500 count limit for free or something like that um Aweber is one of the original ones, so you'll probably if you do any research you'll probably see that out there however however it's it's lost quite but the the it's not near as powerful as as a Mailchimp or Active Campaign now. Um, Convert Kit and Drip; those are also some some options there. Um, and most of these are going to be between ten and twenty dollars a month for five hundred contacts. So it's it's a very minimal cost, um, especially from an ROI perspective. If you're able to get you know, a couple clients or a couple bookings a month, you know, um, so that that's kind of the the if if you've got a property management company. Um, and doing so, you've got a, a sales force or a sales team, things like that. You may want to take a look at Infusionsoft. That's kind of that um, kind of upper echelon that mixes real-time call center sales folks with email marketing or marketing automation. So uh, th there's a few resources for you to go check out. Um, you know, kind of compare. So, you know, see, see what's best for you. Yeah, ab absolutely. And as you say, um, you know, ten or twenty dollars a month um, if you're moving mm -hmm. away from from the major listing sites and um, beginning to do this yourself. Yes, there's a lot of work involved and there is cost involved in it as well. But at, at the end of, of the day, it's going to be less probably than you were paying um, to the to the listing sites. So right. It's, right. it's definitely worth definitely worth going out there and talking to other people who are using them. And and looking at the comparisons of of each one. I mean, personally, I'm I'm really I mean, Active Campaign has got a lot in it. You can start. I think, I think there is a free. Um, yep, there, a free there's version. a two week trial. Yeah, there's a two week trial version. Right, um, and then it just moves up incrementally as you grow your email list. Then the um, then they start to charge more. So you know, for a property right. management company that's perhaps got five thousand. Um, is sending out 5,000 emails is going to be far more per month than if you're just sending out 500. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But that, 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 that is the same kind of sliding scale, if you will, across all, um, across all companies. So yeah, that's, that's pretty similar. If you are, an in, <laughs> if you're an independent owner, then, then maybe, um, MailChimp may, maybe, you know, the free version of MailChimp may be sufficient for you. Here, here's the thing, Jason, if you, if you choose, let's say you choose Mailchimp, and then then perhaps you know you start taking on more properties, and you become a small property manager, and you begin mm -hmm. to grow, and you grow out of Mailchimp. How easy mm -hmm. is it to move everything from one provider to another? 
It depends on your defini- definition of easy, of course. <laughs> um, moving contacts is actually really simple. I mean, you, you can import and export contacts all day long between systems. That's not, that's not really the, the struggle. The struggle is if, you're, if you have any automation set up. And, and kind of re- recreating that. So, um, you know, one simple version of an of a um, uh, automation may just simply be their their welcome email or something. You know, when they when someone downloads that lead magnet to actually lead magnet delivery system, right? So um, that's kind of where some of the complications come from. However, I will say this: if you start um, on a non automation platform and you have to start doing this stuff manually. You will have a much, much greater understanding of um, the ins and outs of automation as you move over, because you've been having to do it manually, you know, for for so many, um, so many months or weeks or years or whatever the case is. So when you do move to an automation platform, uh, you'll truly understand the the power of automation, and um, you'll you'll have a better understanding of how to set it up with without some of the trials and tribulations of somebody just you know getting it from the first place. Okay, that, that's that's good advice. Um, what else can you share about email lists? Well, um, you know, obviously there's, we've been talking about newsletters and, and a couple of automation series. Realize that that marketing email list nowadays um, goes into a much broader category called marketing automation. So we've been using emails, but there's also text messages. There's also Facebook Messenger messages, um, all, all these different social platforms. You can, you can um, automate conversations or ticklers or, or whatever you want to call it um, onto those, those platforms as well directly to a person. So it's not just a, not just email per se. Granted email is still the king because that's, that's the most um, widely used and widely respected platform. But these marketing automation services look for, look for ones that can really um, network out and, and use other tools other than just email. Um, you know, so that, that, that's kind of the, the last kind of, uh, ninja tip, I would say, uh, when, when choosing your, your email marketing service is, is look for that growth. You know, can it, if you ever want to send a mailer home, um, you know, to a guest that way it arrives like maybe two or three days after they get there or before they get there, get return home, look for a service that can, that can do some of that. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Jason, what a, what a great amount of really, really good information there. And I think that's, um, that, that's a, a super start to our series on vacation rental um, digital marketing. Um, now, as I mentioned at the beginning, you and Mike um, created this, uh, this six-week course. And I, and I know that those who went through it have, al- have already said it was like uh, it, w- it was fire hose stuff. There was a huge amount of information in that, um, do you want to just say a, a, you know a little bit about that course and um, and what's happening with it now? Yeah, absolutely. So the Vacation Rental Marketing 2.0 is really um, a course that Mike and I put together, and, and Heather, you you helped out there a bit too. Uh, but it's really kind of taking the next step and, and becoming listing site independent. So uh, going through the, the the technicalities of um, not only setting up a website and a blog and things like that, but also identifying your personas, identifying the, those those ideal guests, and and creating your your entire experience based around those you know four or five different ideal guests. Um, and then from from there, we kind of walk you through the process of getting um, lead magnets set up and, and marketing automations and um, things like that. In fact, we give you um, screenshots and import to 
exactly how to um, you know, automations done for you, if you will. So there, there's a ton of value right there. And again, they kind of finished it up with, so, with social platforms and, um, you know, the analytics behind it, some reporting tools. So it's really a, as you said, drinking from a fire hose for some folks. Um, what, but these are the things that you need in a business to really uh, become less and less dependent on bookings from listing sites. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nobody said it was easy. Right. And, and our, our goal there was to, you know, really create the list for you and then walk you through the list. So these are the things that need to be done and this is how you do them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think uh, that was great. And I know that the, the, the people who went through this um, and, ha- and went, did go through it beginning to end um, have, um, have, have given some great reviews. So, so what's happening with, with the course now? Because that, uh, it really was a, um, an intensive six weeks where you and Mike and sometimes myself um, got together with a, what, what was called office hours each week to have, um, to have a discussion with those who were on the course. So it was very personal. Um, we certainly got to know yeah. those who are going through it. So what, what's happening next? When's the next one? Yep. So right now we are uh, going back, once again, take, taking the feedback and those reviews and adding and polishing, you know, um, and we'll, we're looking to re- relaunch that course um, at the beginning of the year. So um, definitely be on the lookout for that. So I think we've got a, a um, waiting list page set up already. So um, yeah, that, that's, we'll, we'll link that in the show notes. But that, that's kind of the plan. It's we're we're going to run that course for owners you know, a couple times a year. Like you said, it's very personal. Um, every, every week we have office hours where we get on the webinar. We, we, not only do we talk through the content, but also answer questions um, and, and take that next level of and kind of break it down for you. So it's very, very personal in that, in that regard. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like that part of it. I mean, that's, that's how I learned podcasting with a very similar method when I did it with uh, Cliff Ravenscraft. Um, oh, yeah. You know, he, he, that his was uh, his A to Z of podcasting, which was a four-week four week course, and it was delivered with all the videos, and then you did the work, and then every week there was a, a call with him, with everybody got on the call. And the nice thing is, is that we actually got um, – we. I, I'm still in. I, I did that course in 2013, and I'm still in touch with some of the other people that were on that course. And when you think that that's an online course, um, and usually that's you know, it's, it seems <laughs> that's cool. a very, very solo thing. You know, I, I I always remember those weekly calls and the people who were on it, and I've kept in touch with them. And that's that that really is that really is nice. It's it's just a, a part of networking, and in fact, it almost grew a um, mastermind out of it as well with a couple of people. Oh, no, you really do get to know the people. I mean, we've got a, a um, like you said, that community aspect of, of some of these courses is great. And you get to know um, your, your fellow owners in this regard um, and identify with some of those struggles and help each other out. I mean, it's, it's really a great, uh, a, a great community as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly right. So, so I'll put uh, details on the show notes about, um, about that and about the waiting list and, of course, everything else that we have talked about. And we've talked about, we've got quite a few uh, links to go on those show notes. Um, so, Jason, that was a good introduction to, um, e- uh, to lists and creating a list. You know, some of the other things I want to talk about and I want to pick up on in future um, discussions are lead magnets because we, we talked about lead magnets and I'm sure people are out there going, oh, how do I do that? And where do I store right. it? And what do they look like? And should they be 25 pages long or one page or 
Can I do it in audio, video? Just I, I want to have a, a, a just just a do do a um, session with you just on lead magnets and um, okay. And then um, what what else should we do? So driving traffic. Um, you know, we we will come up with some with some different um, different topics. But I think the next one we'll do on lead magnets. How does that sound? Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly that. That's the plan, if you will. I mean, once you have the infrastructure built, then you guys start kind of building from the ground up, and the lead magnet, lead magnets, and offense are kind of that next level. Yeah. You know, uh, of different ideas that you can take home um, and kind of retool for yourself and your property, and have a great um, a great guide or a great exchange of value. You'll hear that a lot. Exchange of value for their email address. Okay, well that's perfect. Um, Jason, where are you off to next then? I know you're flitting around all over the country. Yeah, um, I'll actually be in Las Vegas at the end of the month uh, for the Thrive Conference. So, um, And believe it or not, that conference has got nothing to do with business, but <laughs> why you're in business in the first place. Yeah. So uh, really making an impact for the greater good and, and certain, certain organizations. So um, I'll be in Las Vegas at the end of the month. And, and then I think um, you're heading off to San Antonio with Mike, aren't you? Yes, yes. Uh, shortly after that, uh, him and I will meet down, meet down in San Antonio um, for kind of review some of the sites for a vacation rental summit um, 18, VRSSS 18, and um, do, shoot some videos for, for the course and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. I can't, I can't wait for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. I won't be there. I will be. I'll be, at, uh, I'll be <laughs> in Orlando at the VRMA conference. So, uh Missing that one. But anyway, we shall, we shall meet up again soon and, and, of course, talk again very soon. So thank you once again for joining me. You bet. Thanks, Heather. Talk to you next time. Well, that, that, was, that was great, Jason. Thank you so much. There were some really good tips there. Um, I hadn't thought about you know, Facebook Messenger. Th things happen in Facebook that just pass me by. I mean, we can't – we can never – be up to date on absolutely everything that's going on. So, um, so my, Jason is my go-to person. Um, I mean, Jason started as a as a general digital marketer, but since for the last two years, he's begun to immerse himself in the vacation rental industry and is getting a really good reputation now as being the go-to person for vacation rental digital marketing. Um, so. His information is going to be on the uh, on the show notes. Please reach out to Jason if you've got any questions um, about digital marketing for your business, and uh, and watch out for the next uh, episode in this series, which we're going to be doing on lead magnets uh, and opt-ins. So that's about it for another week. Um, I hope you enjoyed this session. And I'll look forward to being with you again very, very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over. But don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.